And it is time for a bit of a trash talk uh, this week with Marcy Trent Long. And this week, uh, Marcy talks to Briar Hickling from Linehouse Design about how interior design and sustainability can go hand in hand. Hey, Trash Talk listeners, we're really lucky today to have Briar Hickling from Linehouse here with us today. Linehouse does interiors and they do architectural design. They've done famous restaurants like John Anthony here in Hong Kong. They're also doing Booking.com's headquarters in Amsterdam. They've done WeWork headquarters in Shanghai, which is a historical building. So thank you very much, Briar, for coming onto the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Why don't you tell us about your approach of okay. uh, your businesses and your mm-hmm. clients and your mm-hmm. projects and maybe how sustainability comes into that? Yeah, no, sure. Um, so our practice started in Shanghai, but now we're sort of working um, throughout Asia. And uh, I guess, you know, as a practice, when we start a project, we always like to be very contextual. So when we start a project, we will look at like the history of the site and the context. And in doing that, we always like to localize projects. So we're always um, looking for materials and, uh, you know, things that we can find in the environment and the surroundings or in the city that we can can use in our projects. So I think that's been evident in almost from the get go. We've done that. And um, when we started in Shanghai, for example, there's a lot of districts that you see um, in the in the neighborhoods which are slowly being deconstructed. For us, this was really interesting because, you know, these big residential areas of um, old long-town districts where houses are being dismantled and then these materials, you can actually go and get these materials as the workers sort of, you know, allocate them into different piles like old doors and old pieces of timber or old tiles and um, you can actually go and buy these materials and reuse them for your own purpose. That's fabulous. So that's actually um, sort of how we we sort of working in Shanghai and in that context we were surrounded by this and we thought, you know, this is really interesting and we should start to to use this in, in our projects and how can we use these very kind of somewhat normal materials but in a new and unexpected way um, to create something, you know, that you haven't seen before with that sort of maybe quite a mundane material. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe you could tell us then about John Anthony, the restaurant here in Causeway Bay, yeah. and how you were able to take that approach there. So, um, John Anthony was actually a uh, the first Chinese man to be naturalized as a British citizen. He worked for the East India Trading Company, and he would actually take Chinese sailors from China and um, help them to find residence in in London. So when we started this project, we wanted to look at John Anthony's journey from China to London. Um, so part of that was looking at the types of like materials that he would have encountered from the east to the west. And so we looked at things like porcelain, um, hand-glazed tiles, um, indigo-dyed fabric, um, natural renders and things like that. So that was the first stepping stone for us to um, inform the materials. and. Uh, in doing so, we wanted to make them locally sourced as well. Um, in one of the rooms, we actually used uh, indigo dyed fabric, which is hand dyed in uh, Lantau Island in Hong Kong. Um, and we use this as a um, sort of billowing effect in this room to um, sort of make a uh, reference to his nautical journey. Um, we also found some beautiful old uh, terracotta tiles, which were left over from abandoned houses in Anhui province in China and we repurposed them for, for the floor of the of the restaurant. 
And then it's also, you know, we like to work with local craft as well. So um, we use a lot of uh, wicker and cane, um, like hand-woven um, elements as well. Um, yeah, so, you know, th- there's lots of different elements in the project. Even the tiles in the private dining rooms, um, these were hand-painted. Um, we created these different illustrations based on the different trade uh, between the East and the West at the time and had these hand-painted um, to the tiles. So Very yeah, cool. There's lots of different... I, I guess it, it, it's really about just finding things that are locally sourced for us. And then also in terms of the restaurant itself, they, um, you know, they uh, find sustainable... Um, produce and um, also their waste management in the restaurant as well. And so did you find that that was unique, that you had a client that was doing a restaurant but wanted to do it in this kind of more sustainable way? Uh, It's definitely unique. And I think, you know, as designers, we always want to be mindful about the decisions that we're making in terms of materials and specifications. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to the client and they have to be on board with it because there's a, a cost implication you know, when you want to use sustainable materials, they, they can be more expensive. So it was more expensive to do it that way? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it is. I mean, for example, you might not even know that that fabric is hand-dyed on Lantau Island. You could just use a blue linen fabric and, you know, from someone just looking at it, they might not know the difference. But there is actually a story there and this is what that material has been through. So it's, you know, they could choose the cheaper option or the option which is... Um, you know, more ethical, but right. it comes down to the client and they have to be on board with it, yeah. Well, that's how I found you, was yeah. just the write-up on oh, the menu, yeah. actually, oh, um, oh, really? about how even the restaurant was designed as yeah. well as their approach. So. And, and when we started the project, it was a very strong um, part of the project that they wanted to be um, mindful of, from the design to the operations of the restaurant. So do you have any tips for us, though, if we want to source kind of sustainable... <laughs> products and things like that it must be a bit challenging in hong kong oh, it can be very challenging in hong kong to find those kind of materials which are sustainable you know a lot of the options that we find will be coming from europe and then you know often clients won't go for that um but i guess i think try to think about it in a different way um like with my own home or you know with our own office i always try to find things locally so um you know, at home, for example, a lot of my decorative elements that I use throughout my house are things that I've found in local markets or um, local craft, you know, throughout my travels, like going to the Pacific Islands, you know, looking at, you know, tarpa cloths, which are made from natural fibres and carvings. And and also they might just be like a simple bowl or a, even a brush from a beautiful Japanese craftsman, which they might use in their kitchen They look quite simple, but they can actually be really beautiful objects. So I always like to find these kind of like interesting objects um, throughout my travels in local crafts, uh, craft markets, etc. And and think about how I can reuse them in different ways to create something, you know, a piece of art or, yeah. Right. And that makes it really fun too, right? Yeah. And I think it's always nice um, at your home if you do have, you know, more modern pieces to bring that... um, those two things together, something new and old. And And I guess it's also, you know, construction can be, or it used to be really inexpensive here. So the theory was just, in in fact, my my husband just moved offices. It was less expensive for him. He had to clean up the old office down to the walls and then move into the new office and redo that. That was cheaper than just bringing over the materials. 
Yeah. When you leave that tenancy, you have to strip everything out to what it was when you arrived, which makes absolute no sense. No sense at all, right? No. And otherwise, you pay them to dismantle it. (laughs) (laughs) Or which they'll probably just keep it, right? And even in your own home, though, when you're thinking about redesigning, for instance, I suppose, as opposed to replacing everything, you can think about well, how could I just make it look? Yeah, nicer? I think we always do that, um, whether it be a home or any um, project that we're taking on board. We like to look at the bare bones of the project. And often, like one project we did in Shanghai, which is a tea house, it was all, uh, it was actually an old historical building, which had all been painted white. So when we went in, we actually stripped all the paint off all the columns, exposed these um, beautiful brick walls, which. Um, had embossings of who'd actually made the brick from, you know, many years ago. So through that process of, um, you know, stripping back the site and going back to, you know, stripping back the layers, going back to the the essence of the building, um, you can kind of discover some really beautiful moments. It's very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, if we need some more tips on how to do things, interior design or architecture <laughs> more sustainably, how do we reach Line House? Um, well, you can reach us. Uh, we can look at our website. So our website is www.linehousedesign.com. And we also have a uh, Instagram page, which you can follow us on. Oh, I bet you it has really cool photos. Yeah, no, it does. We like to show you, you know how our process and how we work and so always trying to keep people engaged with what's going on <laughs> that was very cool well trash talk listeners please when you remodel your homes let's take briar's tips and try to be maybe a little bit more creative about even when you travel finding interesting things to use and uh, reusing some of those simple things that you even might find in a hong kong market here rather than wholesale replacing uh the whole Uh, kitten caboodle of your apartment. (laughs) So, Briar, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about it today. Thank you. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK on the Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. Many thanks once again for, uh, to Marcy Trent Long for this week's uh, Trash Talk. And she was speaking uh, to Briar Hickling from Linehouse Design about how interior design and sustainability can go hand in hand.